I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you. Just break. Good day, good people. Welcome to Rocks Talks Radio. You listen to WBCA 102.9 FM Boston, Boston's community radio station. I'm your host, Harry Harding. Welcome to Rocks Talks Radio. It's my pleasure to be with you today. In a moment, I'm going to introduce you to a very special guest on our show today. As always, I need to remind you that uh, Rocks Talks Radio was brought to you by Children's Services of Roxbury. And again, WBCA 102.9 FM Boston, Boston's community radio station. Again, it's a pleasure to be with you today. I, uh, I just love having this, this platform and this opportunity to talk about uh, Children's Services of Roxbury. Uh, I'm the vice president of Innovation and Strategic Partnerships at Children's Services of Roxbury. And I get a chance to be a part of a mission that is singular, in my opinion. Um, the idea of bringing peace of mind to families across the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. Um, when you think about the single mom or single dad or any couple, for that matter, who has a child and wants to go to school or wants to go to work and they have to drop their child off for the day at a daycare and they have to go to work knowing that their child is safe. There's a peace of mind there. Think about the individual who wakes up every day and just to get through the day, just to wake up in the morning, do whatever it is they have to do to get through the day, just to get back home, to go to bed, all the in-between, all the, <laughs> the calamities, all the, the catastrophes that anyone has to deal with on a given day, all the trauma that we have to avoid and deal with to know that there's someone, there's some place out there that they can reach out to, a resource that they could grab onto to help them get through. That's the level of work. That's the type of mission that we're talking about when we're talking about an organization like Children's Services of Roxbury. Today, I have a very special guest, someone who also represents Children's Services of Roxbury, uh, a colleague of mine who I have deep and great respect for, uh, one who... Um, although has only been with the agency for a relatively short amount of time, only a few years, has made an extraordinary impact in that relatively amount of short time. And so I am very pleased and, and honored to have in the studio today uh, a very special guest, once again, the Director of Marketing and Communication for Children's Services of Roxbury, Mrs. Delinda Eiffel Prasad. Delinda, welcome to Rox Talks Radio. Thank you, thank you, thank you. What's going on, Boston? Thanks for having me. <laughs> Pleasure to be here. It's a pleasure to have you here. And you, you know, again, I, I'm I want to talk Rocks Talks because, again, this is a platform that has been created by Children's Services of Roxbury to talk about some really heavy, important and substantive issues. Right. Like Rocks Talks is ultimately a platform about talking about dismantling racism, which is a, a very massive idea. But more than that. Right. It's about the people both the people in the agency that, it, that, that 
serve Children's Services of Roxbury, but also about the people that are served by Children's Services of Roxbury. And Delinda, you have a very unique role because your role is essentially to to be to brand this this relationship to to communicate to the world essentially the work that this agency does. So, given that, like, talk a little bit about like you, like, who are you, and how did you get to be a part of this organization, Children's Services of Roxbury? Yeah, for sure. Who am I? That's a loaded question. <laughs> All right, let, let's who is you? Who are you? Who, who I be? Right. <laughs> um, you know, in keeping it in context to our conversation today, um, I I always identify um, with my culture first and foremost um, because I think it significantly shapes who I am, um, and I I am a Bajan. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm I'm from Barbados. I was born and raised there. Um, came here with my mom. Um, I was nine years old, and um, was raised by my mom, single mom. Um, and one of the the key things that she instilled in me was the power of education, and that is no matter what money you have, no matter what social economical class you 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 know may fit into mm-hmm. box you may fit into mm-hmm. um education can break barriers education can move mountains and education can align you to whatever it is you are destined to be um so with that being said i was fortunate enough um where certain people in my life saw things in me that I didn't see in myself at a very young age. Okay. Um, I attended the Joseph Lee School right over on Talbot Ave, um, and it was a teacher there who actually spoke to my mom and, you know, told her that, um, not to toot my own horn, but I was beep, beep. Ex- I was excelling academically, right, a little <laughs> more than my class, and she introduced us to um, the Stephen Stone Scholars Foundation. Shout out to the Stephen Stone Foundation. It's very, very, very dear to my heart. Um, And that was the platform that truly shaped the trajectory of my life. Um, So from there, I was able to get into a public school. I'm sorry, a private school, rather. I left public school and got into a private school. I was in a private school from 7th through 12th grade. Um, The only black girl in that school from 7th grade until 10th grade. Um, So that alone is a dynamic experience as a young person um, to deal with culturally, racially, um, socially, emotionally, mm-hmm. all, that, all, <laughs> all that. that, right? We could unpack all that in, in another setting. Right. Um, but yeah, and you know, one of the, the beautiful things, however, um, from from being in that school is that everyone there had the drive and the the um, the opportunity to get into a good college, right? Um, to be seen and noticed from um, from universities. So I attended Northeastern University. Did um, majored in communications, and um, I will leave the job's name unsaid. But I I got a job um, immediately after graduating from from college, and I was there for about ten years. And this job was a local TV station, um, and you know after a while I just became stuck. Like there okay. was no movement, no you know. I just felt like I was being overlooked. I felt like, um, you know, there was really no room to grow, no room to really put together all the things I've acquired along the way to truly have a successful future. Um, I, I think and, we all, I mean, we, we certainly all can, can relate yeah, to that. I, mean, for sure. I imagine there's many people listening who 
either feel that way right now in their job exactly. or certainly have felt that way in the past. In the past, yeah. And, um, you know, the TV industry is a very different sector than, than any other um, any other job. And I just couldn't figure out how to pivot, how to get out of it, how to put all the acquired skills I have um, to prove um, elsewhere that, that, you know, I am a fit candidate. And um, in order to figure this all out, I decided, again, back to that whole concept of education, right? I decided grad, grad school was the way to do that. Um, so I attended grad school at Emerson College. Luckily, it was an accelerated program. Um, and from there, I basically started applying. And I was so, so happy to come upon CSR because everything checked off for me was just um, a position I felt where I could truly be me. And when I say be me, I mean, you know, it is a black run agency, right, right. Um, from the top down. <laughs> and, you know, there, there are a lot of things when as a black woman, you are so used to a world um, that's a lot different than what you look like, um, where you may have to code switch mm. often. <laughs> I know, I know the code switching yeah. now as a um, former Mecco student, yes, so I know the, the code switching exactly. life. Uh-huh, and, I, you uh-huh. know, I, I always lived in Dorchester, but, you know, I I was dabbling in other communities, right, um, for education and whatnot. You're a community dabbler. Okay. <laughs> community dabbler, some trips and dip in the community. Um, and, you know, so for CSR for me, once I got the job, it just felt so refreshing, right? I've mm. applied elsewhere, but to sit at the table um, and see everyone interviewing me with a black or brown face, like that alone, you know, provided a different sense of comfort, right? A different sense of belonging um, and a different sense of being, feeling valued. Um, so, yeah, I was I was super excited once I got the offer um, and it's been a match made in heaven since. You're listening to Rocks Talks Radio with your host, Harry Harding, on WBCA 102.9 FM Boston, Boston's community radio station. Rocks Talks is brought to you by Children's Services of Roxbury, and I'm here today with the Director of Marketing Communication for Children's Services of Roxbury. We're going to take a small break. When we come back, we're going to find out a little bit more about Delinda Eiffel Prasad and also her role, a little bit more into her role at CSR as the Director of Marketing Communication. So stay with us. We'll be right back after this break. Hello, my name is Demetrius and I'm 11 years old. I've been Jesse's little brother for two years. A lot of boys my age need a big brother, but they aren't as lucky as me to have one. Did you know that there are hundreds of boys waiting for a big in Eastern Massachusetts? Learn how you can make a difference and defend the potential of a child like me. To learn more, you can visit MassBayBigs.org. Well, ladies, original, strictly original music and a place to keep the place rocking alive. See it?
Welcome, brothers and sisters. And when we are stepping on the river, we feel the inspiration of Jah. We think about the daughters of Zion. This is the big one. When them try to stop me, I and I stand firm. Brothers and sisters, a time to stand up right now. War shall never be the answer. Get up. Welcome back to Rocks Talks Radio on WBCA 102.9 FM Boston, Boston's community radio station. I'm your host, Harry Harding. I'm the Vice President of Innovation and Strategic Partnerships for Children's Services at Roxbury. I'm joined today by the Director of Marketing and Communication at Children's Services at Roxbury, Mrs. Delinda Eiffel Prasad. Uh, before the break, uh, we uh, was talking a little bit about uh, Delinda's uh, arrival to CSR uh, during the break. Actually, I want to just remind you that uh, you were listening to Upliverty. The song was Upliverty by Higher Vibrations uh, from the album Higher Vibrations. Uh, Got to give a shout out to the local talent, Massachusetts Stand Up. But before that break, we again we're talking a little bit about Children's Services of Roxbury and Delinda's journey here. Uh, Delinda, I'd love to look now that you are uh, here and you've been at. Children's Services of Roxbury for, for a few years. Talk a little bit more about your role as a director of marketing and communication. Yeah, for sure. So this summer is going to be three years. I can't believe it. Amazing. Wow. Time flies when you're having fun. <laughs> um, but yeah, so as the director of marketing communications, is really my responsibility for maintaining CSR's brand identity and just increasing um, the agency's visibility through strategic communications. So whether that's our monthly newsletter, um, social media content, um, you know, if you're seeing light pole banners representing our agency, um, things of that nature. And I also work closely with the senior team to manage internal communications. Um, so it's really just maintaining who CRSAR is and making sure that if you don't know about us, you will find out about us, mm -hmm. and keeping those who do know about us engaged um, and aware of, of what we're doing to serve the community. Fair enough. And, and so, you know, again, earlier in the show, you talked about, um, you know, when you got to CSR, one of the things that was refreshing was, you know, th this, this idea and this culture that you didn't have to, uh, you didn't have to code switch. You didn't have to be someone that you weren't, you didn't have, you know, you were very comfortable in your own skin and the, and the organization made that possible. Um, what I'm curious about is, and then given your roles, you talked about a little bit, why, why is it important to you? Why is, you know, being the director and marketer in communication for this organization, why is it important to you? Yeah, it's important to me because I think representation matters for storytelling. Um, it helps to give a true perspective Right. Um, one of the things, for example, in my role when I'm creating any collateral, whether it's a flyer um, for social media or a design for a PowerPoint presentation, whatever it may be, um, you know, mo most people in this role would turn to if you don't have photos from the agency or whatever organization you work, you would turn to um stock adobe right stock photos okay um yeah. and well, stock photos just for the audience what a stock photo is kind of like a, a 
an standard. Ar- yeah, it's like an archive. Um, you you pay for the subscription, right? Uh, right <laughs> but right. it's an archive of images to help tell your story, and uh, the images range from anything. Um, a woman sitting drinking a cup of coffee mm-hmm. to kids, whatever it may be, you plug it in and millions of thousands, not millions, thousands of images will pop up um, and you choose from, from which you want. It's just um, an, an archive platform mm-hmm. of, of images. And, you know, um, CSR is a black run agency um, serving communities of color um, across Massachusetts. And, you know, sometimes when you see these flyers, right, you may not see images that represent you. Um, so if you're in the community, if you're in Roxbury, Dorchester, Mattapan, and you're seeing um, light pole banners or you're seeing someone's passing out a flyer to you, it kind of resonates a little bit more when you get that flyer, the image you see looks like you, right? right? Um, so I think in my role, I'm able to make those cautious, intentional decisions, mm. right, to help shape the stories um, to help shape the services, to help shape the programs. Um, those little things matter, right? You want to feel like you can relate to the community that's serving, that you're serving, and you want the community to be able to relate to you as an agency as well. It's really, it's really, really well said. It's a good point because I think that we, I think sometimes we take for granted that mm-hmm. the images that we see out there sometimes are not as authentic or not necessarily representative of the community in which the images exist, right? Yes. And so, ha- you know, I really appreciate that point about, you know, being able to have have deliberate control over what those images look like and particularly how they represent an agency that's doing, again, such important work uh, in the community. It's, really, it's pretty powerful. For sure, for sure. Again, you're listening to Rocks Talks Radio. What you don't know is that Rocks Talks Radio is really an extension of the Rocks Talks brand. Another nice little vibe is my guest, uh, Ms. Delinda. So, you know, I want to talk a little bit more about um, Rocks Talks and really kind of getting into, you know, what Rocks Talks is, how it started. Um, Because, again, this radio show is really an extension of that brand. And so as the curator, you are actually the, the, you know, the Rocks Talks brand is really yours, essentially. So tell me a little bit about what is Rocks Talks for? I I'm pretend like I have no idea what it is. What is it? How did it get started? Why is it important? All right. So where do we begin? Where do we begin? Um, the, the 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 beautiful picture of it, right? The you know the elevator pitch, as as some may call it, is that Rocks Talks is a monthly webinar series um, created by CSR, produced by CSR, and it's designed to engage with the community um, so that the community can have conversations with elected officials across the Commonwealth, um, with influencers, um, community leaders, and other stakeholders about how we can work collectively towards dismantling systemic racism and changing the trajectory for communities of colors across Massachusetts. Um, Big deal. (laughs) <laughs> Huge deal, right? Deal. Huge deal. And I think that's one of the beautiful things about CSR is 
you know, we are always looking to engage the community um, and to really be there to support the community, to give these children and families that we serve a voice, right? Mm. Um, and I, I just full full transparency, I cannot take credit for the name Rockstock. Some of my colleagues came up with that name. Um, and then I just caught the football and, you know, kept running down the field with it. <laughs> Touchdown. Okay. Touchdown. All right. All right. Um, so you get all you get all the glory. They just you know, they're in the background somewhere. It's all right. Shout out. Shout out to y'all in the background. We love y'all. Right. Oh, um, and, and it speaks to the to the teamwork we have at CSR. Right. The, that collaborative effort. Um, but Roxas is truly is truly a dynamic, powerful, um, impactful platform. It was birthed out of the COVID nineteen pandemic. Um, you know, just really trying to reach the communities that we serve and to give them a voice. One of the beautiful things um, of the pandemic that we were all able to now connect through this virtual world um, that many were introduced to because of the pandemic. Mm. Um, And again, it's a webinar series. So, you know, um, you're able to log in. We stream on Facebook Live. And the pretty dope thing about Rockstocks as well in terms of the, the reach and the impact is even if you don't stream live if you're not tuning into stream live with us um once the post populates on our facebook account um it reaches thousands of people right through the views and whatnot um and we've had some dynamic guests since since we've started um we've had such as such as da hayden um roxbury's very own representative liz miranda okay um we've had adrian walker from the boston globe Um, we've had Andrea Cabral, we've had representatives, um, from Mass Design, Senator Sonia Chang-Diaz, um, DSNI, um, King Boston's, um, Paris Jeffries. I mean, Congresswoman Presley, I Congresswoman, hello. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Congresswoman V. Ayanna Presley. (laughs) Some 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 heavy, heavy hitters. Heavy hitters, you know. And I mean, we we've had community conversations that speak on access and opportunity, on um, racial justice, on trauma informed spaces. Um, The list goes on and on. And it's really a monthly cultivating um, platform that allows the community to be heard, right? And mm. how we can really work together to dismantle systemic racism, really push for change in communities of color um, for for the next generation. Um, and it's just a really, really dynamic platform. I mean, I think, I mean, that's probably an understatement. I mean, considering, <laughs> you know, I think, I think what I love most about um, the story is the the first thing you said is that, you know, this was born out of, you know, the pandemic mm. and, and the conditions that were happening in the community and the climate, the social climate at the time. Yes. Um, and the organization took an opportunity to create a platform to have a really important conversation that was necessary Absolutely. with the community. Absolutely. Right. I mean, that's um, I think that's the, one of the things that's really, really, really dope about this story. Um and uh, again, your role in it is, is phenomenal. You know, I, I'm a bit biased in the sense that I, I've got an inside <laughs> look at how you've been able to manage the platform. But again, um, I think even from the audience's perspective and hearing kind of what this, what the, the again the purpose of the of Rock Stocks is, um, and why it's being, uh, you know, why it's out there, again, right. it's pretty pretty powerful. Um, again, you're listening to Rock Talks Radio 
on WBCA 102.9 FM Boston, Boston's community radio station. We're going to come back and wrap up. I mean, this has been an extraordinary conversation. I, I, I hope that uh, you've enjoyed uh, listening to Delinda as much as I've enjoyed talking with her about Rocks Talks. And when we come back, uh, we'll, we'll go ahead and wrap this show up. Uh, but again, this has been Rocks Talks Radio with your host, Harry Harding. We'll be back in just a few it crashed on the seafloor. We were in total darkness. That's Dr. Dejana Figueroa, a marine biologist and STEM teacher, talking about a deep sea dive she'll never forget. It's funny, when I was a kid, I was afraid of the ocean. And there I was, two miles below the surface. But as a scientist, you prepare for that. Using our training and a little creativity, we fixed the sub and finished our experiments. The dive was just too important. Every dive gives us glimpses at things few people ever get to see. Blowing creatures, fiery undersea volcanoes. When we got back to the surface, I kissed the ground and called my mom, of course. But you know what? I wouldn't trade that dive for anything. Dr. Figueroa uses her passion for STEM to discover new things and make the world a better place. She can STEM, so can you. Check out She Can STEM for more stories and inspiration. A message from the Ad Council. Welcome back to Rocks Talks Radio, WBCA 102.9 FM Boston, Boston's community radio station. I'm your host on Rocks Talks Radio, Harry Harding. I'm the Vice President of Innovation and Strategic Partnerships for Children's Services of Roxbury. My guest today has been the Director of Marketing and Communication, Mrs. Delinda Eiffel Prasat. Uh, we spent today learning a lot about who Delinda was, how she got to CSR, you know, her role in CSR but then also this platform in which she helps help to curate and continues to manage, which is, again, Rocks Talks. Um, Delinda, for the audience's sake, how can they find out more about Rocks Talks and Children's Services of Roxbury? Yeah, for sure. You can um, visit our website at www.csrox.org. Um, and that's csrox.org. Rocks for, you know, Children's Services of Roxbury for short. <laughs> um, and once you go there, it's really the the home base to navigate um, elsewhere. Um, you can also follow us on social media, all platforms, at CS Roxbury. And that is on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, you name it. Um, we are there to just really keep, keep engaged with us um, and find out what we're doing. Um, just, you know, staying engaged with everything that we're doing and how we're continuing to uplift the communities that we serve. I love it. It's been such a uh, great opportunity to speak with you today, Delinda. Um, I have, I'm a little bit privileged. I get to talk to you every day. Uh, <laughs> but talking to you on this platform has uh, just been really, really uh, fun. Um, again, you can learn more about Rocks Talks and Children's Sources of Roxbury by going to the website at www.csroxx, as in x-ray.org. Again, I've been your host for Rocks Talks Radio. My name is Harry Harding. I'm the Vice President of Innovation and Strategic Partnerships for Children's Services of Roxbury. One of the things I love, again, about the Rocks Talks brand is that it fits this community branding in which nothing about us without us, Right. Yes. We want the community to be a part of these conversations. We don't want to talk at you. We want to talk with you. So I hope that you enjoyed today's Rocks Talk show. I hope that you f go to, I uh, hope you can go to the website and find out more about Rocks Talks. Uh, when you do, I hope you find out that you enjoy what you learn. Uh, we'll be back on Rocks Talks Radio another time. I hope you join us. In the meantime, good day, good people.